This is Justine, a quiet soul with a lot of convictions. I am an apostolic young lady with friends who are not of the same faith. So come on this journey to find out how we are able to coexist in this chaotic world. I can tell that you've been praying. My whole life has turned around. And I can't go without saying that I thank God for you all now. And I thank God for you all now. Welcome back to another episode of The Convictions. As I said, this month is Women History Month, and this is part two of that. Um, we're going to be celebrating the achievements of women around the world. And we have so many women history that have paved the way for us. And I would like to recognize another woman, a modern woman, who's making an impact in our present day. Her name is Jada Linda. She's a role model. She's a daughter, a sister, a niece, a cousin, a granddaughter. And she's also a friend and, to me, an adopted sister. Hi, Jada. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Jada, like me, is she comes off a little shy, but once you get to know her, she has a lot of value to a conversation. She has so many things that she wants to say, and she's very intelligent. She's very sweet. She's very witty. And so I will have the pleasure of having her on today, and I'm grateful. Um, for us to begin, the first question I had asked last time of this month, I think it's the big topic, the big question that I want to know. What does womanhood mean to you? Ooh, hmm. What does womanhood mean to me? Um, a couple words or I guess phrases that come to mind for me when I think of womanhood, um, almost like evolution or like work in progress or transformation. I'm also thinking about like renewal or sometimes when we think about the transformation of a butterfly, like metamorphosis, I feel like womanhood to me, it means like a journey, almost like a course, you know, throughout womanhood, there's many seasons and there's many periods that you know we as women go through from being a young girl to a young woman and then you know a grown you know grown woman you know there's so many different things that we go through in each of those seasons and periods that's you know very pivotal to us um so that's kind of what womanhood kind of means to me i like the analogy of metamorphosis a full transformation a full metamorphosis um because sometimes we can have incomplete metamorphosis where um, it's a, a skipping stage, but it's a big move. Um, the other week I just celebrated um, my niece, my unofficial niece, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many nieces and nephews and they're not actually like blood related. But my first <laughs> niece, she just turned 13 and I'm just like, wow, where did the the time go? Like from a baby now she's going to be going into this teenage years and then a womanhood a young adult and then a womanhood so it's like a complete change of yourself like you're keeping some of your values and some of your personality but it it transform 
every stage of your life. So I really like that um, analogy. Now to stay on that topic, um, let's start from your childhood. Um, when you were little, what were your aspirations? Oh, hmm. When I was little, hmm. when I was little, you know, I was pretty much a shy and reserved like young girl. I was pretty the observant kind. So I was always just like scoping the scene and just like watching people. Um, at the time, like I kind of just gravitated towards so many different things. But when I was younger, all I used to do was just kind of read, um, read and just like watch a lot of videos like regarding like, I don't know, like um, um, like development and like self-help and things of that nature. So growing up, one thing that I knew that I definitely wanted to be that's kind of transferable amongst like all things is I've always kind of wanted to be like a communicator. And whatever that role fit, you know, I've kind of seen it as something that couldn't like fit anywhere. So a communicator meaning, you know, in my day to day life, you know, one being an engineer, but, you know, the I guess the foundation of that all is being a communicator, you know, not only being able to, you know, um, problem solve and bring whether it's products and services to people. But then, you know, outside of the work that I do, communicating with people and understanding them for who they are and just trying to make an impact on people, whether it's professionally or personally. Um, so growing up, I knew I just wanted to connect with people and just be a communicator, um, you know, with and to people. So kind of that's kind of how, you know, what I've had in the back of my mind growing up. And then things kind of just fell aligned um, to kind of fit that you know, aspiration that I had. So growing up, it's always been wanting to be a communicator. And we can see that that has transformed into now your career path. Can you explain more about what it is like to be a woman engineer? Yeah, so I am an engineer. I am a mechanical engineer working with new product design and development. Being a woman in engineering, you know, it's definitely not easy. You know, there's not a lot of people that, you know, obviously look like you, one being a woman, but then also being a black woman, you know, you know, there's times where, you know, you're looked down on, or, you know, there's many times people either want to speak over you or, you know, um, kind of want to dim your light. You know, a lot of times there may be like, you feel imposter syndrome, and things of that nature, but, you know, reminding yourself as to your why and, you know, why you decided to pursue this kind of field. And, you know, just as like everyone else, you know, you deserve to have a seat at the table and, you know, just as everyone else feels qualified to be here, um, just for me as well, thinking to myself, you know, I'm just as qualified to be here. Um, so, you know, it's a really great field um, and I love what I'm doing. Um, but those are just some things that I keep in mind to remind myself, you know, I'm just as important, you know, as everyone else. I love that. Um, with all your accomplishments in your career, especially being, you know, an engineer um, and your education and your aspiration of becoming a great communicator, do you feel that there is a greater purpose the Lord is guiding you towards with all these skills he's setting on you? I do. I, I really do. Um, that's something that I've been thinking about so heavily over the past couple of years. You know, I always think about like the gift that God has given us and, you know, 
he has given it to us for a reason. And ultimately it's kind of, you know, give it back to him, you know, his glory and his light to shine through us. So, you know, later on in life and even now, you know, just keeping that in mind as well, you know, kind of with all the things, the gifts that we have, you know, our ultimate goal and our ultimate purpose, you know, is for him to shine through us. So definitely. Looking at yourself now, do you think that you would have gotten to this stage in life with all these accomplishments or did you um, dream or view your later life a different way? That's a great question. I, where I am right now, I never would have imagined I would have been in this place right now. Um, never would have imagined it, but I truly know it's, it's really God, you know, right now, um, you know, over the past couple of months, you know, especially after graduating college, you know, I've had you know, so many plans and visions and dreams of what I kind of wanted my life to look like. And it kind of came to a point where I was trying to control kind of uh, control my path. But when we really look, take a step back and look at it, you know, I can really make all these plans, but, you know, it's really God who's the ones that's supposed to be, you know, guiding my steps. And, you know, he has a plan for me. So, you know, where I'm at right now, it's really all because of God. And I'm really glad that, you know, at the time when I was trying to think of like the next steps or really asking God for the wisdom and direction for my path, like I'm really happy um, that I really answered his call. Mm -hmm. um, that that was, you know, a very pivotal stage in my life. Um, you know, I could have been in a different situation in a different area, but, you know, I'm very happy to be where I'm at because I truly know like this is the way that God has, you know, wanted me to go. And this is, has been like his call for my life. Yes. Um, I think that we hear so many great testimonies of how God has changed. Um, I know there's a picture that went around where God is kneeling down to a little girl and she's talking <laughs> about a toy. Yeah. And he has a better toy behind his back and she's still yeah. crying about it. I want us to touch on you're happy now, but yeah. when he was in the in the in the time of change, was it hard for you? Um, was it a long process of acceptance? Was it shorter acceptance? How did you have faith in that moment that what God wanted to do with you was going to be the right thing? Ooh, it definitely was not an easy process. Um, there was a lot of tears and crying and frustration and exhaustion and you know it, it was not easy because it's almost like you're fighting with yourself and then you know also you know you trying to wrestle with him but ultimately he's always going to win so it definitely wasn't easy and it was a process you know a journey it it didn't happen just overnight it took time and it also built and continued to build and build and build um, so it was definitely, it was definitely a journey, you know, when you think about just surrendering and like yielding and submitting yourself, um, it, it was definitely a journey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, not to go into the now, um, what woman has been an inspiration to you on this new journey? Ooh. There's so many women that I see. I'm such an observant person. There's just so many women. Um, I can't name all of them, but there's just so many women that I'm inspired by. And I kind of just look at from afar that really inspire me, not only um, professionally, 
personally, but then also spiritually. I know a lot of the mothers in the church. I just, you know, just from observing them, I admire many of their qualities. Um, you know, women that I've come in contact with, you know, in you know the corporate world as well. Just seeing that they wait, seeing the way that they carry themselves but still kind of being about their business and focused as well. Like there's just so many women that I've connected with over the past couple of years that really have inspired me in different aspects of my life. And I've kind of taken little nuggets here and there from each and every single one of them to kind of like, you know, mold me into who I am and who I'm becoming to be. Right. Do you believe that sisterhood is important? I know that you came to ORAC and you just see all these young ladies on we're just all friends. We're always talking. Um, how important do you view it as important? Or um, are you still feeling as though that you are, you know, that shy little girl? How are you <laughs> blending in? Um, so to your first question, yeah, I do believe sisterhood is really important, you know, while navigating the journey of womanhood. You know, a part of that is, you know, sisterhood and finding that community. And, you know, we all need people and we all kind of need that backbone, that community to support us and uplift us, empower us and challenge us. So, yeah, I do believe sisterhood is really important. Um, you know, growing up, I've had, you know, little communities here and there to, you know, encourage me when I needed encouragement and just provided the support that I needed. Um, so, you know, that's always been helpful. And it's, you know, I do believe, you know, it's pivotal for all of us to find that community. And in the church as well, you know, when we have, you know, people we can lean on, especially spiritually, those who, who really understand us and know what we're going through on that side, I do believe is super important and something that I, you know, want to hold close to me because, you know, a lot of times I know for myself, like sometimes I will put myself in like isolation and kind of like, you know, um, separate us, separate myself. But, you know, sometimes that can cause you a bit of trouble because once you're by yourself, you know, when it's just you alone and then your mind, you know, you start to get overwhelmed and like, you know, all different things could start to come to you when you isolate yourself. So, you know, there's a lot of importance um, in community and, you know, specifically sisterhood. Yes. Um, do you think that you would like to be a mentor to the younger ladies, whether that's, you know, um, inside church or outside of church? Yeah, I actually have a couple of mentees actually outside of church. Um, that's definitely something that, you know, has always been on my mind. And one thing that I've noticed about myself is that, you know, this kind of mentorship kind of came like naturally. Um, so my mentees outside of church, they kind of came naturally and it was you know, a pretty organic kind of relationship. And, you know, not only just, you know, me pouring into like the younger women, but it kind of being like a two-way street. Well, not only that I'm pouring into them, but then, you know, they're also checking in and pouring into me as well. Um, so I do believe in the power of mentorship. You know, I, I, I believe it's so important. And one thing with me, you know, as I've been kind of climbing and like going up the ladder, I'm super big on sharing my knowledge, you know, I feel like my wisdom and knowledge is really nothing if I'm just keeping it to myself. I do believe that, you know, it's something to be shared um, and, and it has a lot of value. So I, I really do see value in mentorship. And, you know, it's something that, um, you know, I think that we all should gravitate towards and finding a mentor and then also being a men having a mentee. So that you're a natural mentor to a mentee. 
Can you tell us an important inspirational quote that keeps you going or that you will tell one of your mentees, like the best or your favorite inspirational quote? Ooh, mm, I have so many. Um, but one that I can think of that I know that personally sticks with me um, is when I think of myself and kind of my upbringing and just kind of how I was kind of trying to take control of my own path and then ultimately submitting and surrendering my life was um, there's a verse that's the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. And, you know, for me, being still is such a challenge, whether it's me being present in the moment and not being so consumed by the things around me and the circumstances or trying to, you know, think 10 steps ahead or, you know, things of that nature. So for me, always keeping in mind, like the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. So that's something that, you know, I would definitely encourage and tell my mentees um, sometimes as well. Um, Just thinking about, you know, how sometimes, you know, with, you know, with women, we kind of take the weight of so many different things. And, you know, sometimes we can get consumed by it, but just, you know, showing up and seeking God and then let, knowing that, you know, he's going to handle the rest for me and for us is something that kind of gets me going every day. Definitely. Would you say this motivates you to keep going each day, especially on those days like, oh, it's Monday again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does it keep you motivated to go through the week? Oh, yeah, that's definitely the the part to get, keep me going. That's my motivation for sure. <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, I would like to say, what is the woman you hope yeah. to be when it's all said and done? Ooh, the woman. Well done, my faithful servant. Ooh, oh my goodness. This is, wow. The woman that I want to be. Ooh. Ooh, let me see. The woman that I want to be. Wow. The woman that I want to be, someone, a woman that's just, I would say, full of love. Full of love. Yeah. Just having a soft heart, um, a, a heart for people, um, you know, having understanding for others and truly knowing, you know, others for who they are in any way that I can um, to kind of reach and touch people. Um, So just having a a soft heart for people, um, you know, like I mentioned for me earlier, you know, something that I always kind of aspired to be was uh, a communicator, right? So with that being said, just having a soft heart for people, understanding people and just being full of love and sharing the way God has shared his love for me, just being able to spread that and share that love to others. Um, so that's something that comes to my mind. Thank you. So I would like to end with this verse with all that you have said, John 16, verse 33, and this is KJV version. These things I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, will be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So I believe God is telling us that if he has overcome the world and he's guiding us, we will overcome the world. And 
we can make it through. We can be motivating. We'll motivate others on our way, especially as women in this world. Um, as a reminder, this podcast is bi-weekly. So that means that we will see you guys back in April. Please stay tuned. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Till next time, Missy Matt. Out.